In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. And we're back! Hey! <laughs> Welcome to uh, our podcast, uh, Comic Exposure. This is episode three of episode Comic three. Exposure. Uh, we want to thank you for listening to the podcast and let you know that you can check us out on a couple different places. You can find us on the Twitter, at Comic Exposure. You can find us on the internets at uh, www.comicexposure.com. And then, uh, yeah, if you ever want to check out... Uh, Mr. Rats and I, Travis Rats here, and me. You can find us on the Twitter as well. I'm uh, Josh Br- at Josh Broccoli on the Twitter, and then at TJ Rats. On yeah, the- I don't really, I don't really have a big he, Twitter no, he, presence. He doesn't. I, no, he I have a Twitter account. You do really good at like I, you're really good at keeping up with. Uh, I Twitter, with Twitter. I Twitter a lot. Is it tweet? I tweet a lot. I, well, yeah. not a lot. Like there are people who tweet far more than I do. But, That's good. You're our media presence. Yeah. So, uh, so you can follow us on the Twitter. You can find us on the website. Uh, I apparently that's where you found this podcast or you found it on iTunes. You can also look up the podcast on Android too, uh, whatever your podcast thing is and look for comic exposure and find it. Share us with your friends. So let's get started. Let's get started, Travis. Uh, so I hope you did your reading this week. Uh, I hope you did your reading this week too, folks, as we're going to read lock and key, uh, welcome to Lovecraft, the first volume in, uh, the lock and key. So this is book one, uh, by Joe Hill. And uh, drawn uh, the arts by uh, Gabriel Rodriguez is our uh, is our uh, book today for the podcast. Who am I snuggling up next to? You're here? snuggling up to our uh, guest today. Our guest today, uh, the the crux of comic exposure is what Travis? What is a what is a crux it's, of? It says in the name, my friend, exposing people to the art form that is comic books and. The the more the fresher the newer the un the more untainted the, the, the um, new reader smell That's yeah what we've got, the, new reader the smell. better and yeah. I think it's gonna it's gonna go through um I, we'll have people on here who who have had experience with comics comic lovers and we're gonna have some newbies like this week uh, with uh, our friend our good friend Anthony who uh, refers not to be um, his last name not to be put out there because of. Uh, you know, because he's he thinks he's too cool for uh, <laughs> uh, Anthony's. Anthony's on the podcast today. Now, Anthony is a colleague of mine. I work with Anthony, uh, and Travis used to work with Anthony, and we brought Anthony on to talk about lock and key because Anthony is an English teacher, and we thought, you know what? Uh, let's pick a book that works for an English teacher, mm-hmm. and so we went with lock and key. Uh, so, why did we choose? To be, lock- to be fair, yeah. though, um, <clears throat> the last two episodes were. Were books that e- either I or you have read. Yes, and we this book we kind of picked on none of us. None of us had read it, it. Yeah. and the reason that I thought Anthony might like it is because of the author it was written by. But before we get into the book, Anthony, uh, go ahead and you could say something. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Too much. Too much. Too much. Too much. Okay. I give you an inch hold, and you take a mile. Whole thing rolling here. <laughs> um, what's your? Uh, what's your? What do you think? What do you? When I say comics, you say. Nerds. Okay. Okay. What's your experience with the comic books? What, what's, what have you thought of them in the past? Okay. Uh, yeah. When I was when I was growing up, when I was in elementary school, my mom took us, uh, me and my brother, to Greg's comics 
on wow. Alma School in Guadalupe. I don't, uh, Greg's oh, Comics is fantastic. That's yeah. where my pull box is. So. That's been there for that long? Oh, dude, yeah. it's been there forever. forever. It is a it is the best hole-in-the-wall comic book store ever. You, it smells like old comic books, mm. and that might just be... It's the owner. It might be the owner, <laughs> but it is. that's where my pull box is. It's fantastic. Uh, if you live in the greater Phoenix area, you should go to Greg's on Elma School in Guadalupe. Do you think in the 90s and stuff, he was like smoking cigarettes in there, like when you could like smoke in establishments? Because I feel like that would be like a cool comic shop. A like comic shop slash head shop. It was know? a really, it was a really, it, I mean, it's, it's a small store, right? Oh Maybe. yeah, very small. Yeah. Alright, so you, you, yeah, your so mom uh, dragged you into mom, that store and said, to, I, can't remember, I don't know if she dragged us there or if it was uh, our prompting, but we went to Greg's Comics and um, I had a collection of Superman comics and uh, Mad Comics that I gave to Josh. Uh, Mad, comics? Mad Comics? Yeah, Mad Magazine. Yeah, Mad Magazine. I was going to say, that's what, uh, so Anthony like gave me his Mad Magazines and his, uh, his Superman comics. He's like, I found these. I thought you might appreciate to them. Dear and it's mul- to. it was mulleted Superman, like mulleted oh. Superman. To oh give yeah, like nineteen ninety four Superman, yeah, like like an older Superman. So it would have been my, <laughs> yeah, it been my. I thought that's how Superman always looked <laughs> <laughs> with that sweet mullet. Uh, but yeah, so it was mulleted Superman. So have you touched a comic book since then? Do you think? Um, no, 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 I haven't. No. You read comic strips like in uh, the funnies? Uh, sometimes, like I'll read a comic strip if I got a newspaper and I'm bored. I'll pull it out and read a couple. But what, so, what do you think about the comic book culture? Like when people start talking comic books, because you've heard Josh and I briefly geek out about comic books before. What comes to your mind? Do you say like, well, I th- in like teacher education, especially like in English education, they they often try to bring in comic books to expose kids to reading, to get kids interested in reading and, and using comic or graphic novels. Mm-hmm. That's the term that they use as a tool. So, part of me respects it. Um, but then there's also that geek out part of it. That's mm-hmm. you know, Superman, Spider-Man, <laughs> what generation, what year is it? <laughs> he's dead. He, oh no, he's not dead anymore. That I, I just, no it's too depth. It's, yeah, too, no depth. it's too intricate that I, I get lost in it. I, that's understandable. I think that's, I think that's a problem with a lot of people have. It's like, there's this, um, stigma. Yeah. Well, there's a stigma, but there's also like, there's since it's, since comics have been going on for so long. And so since, uh, You've had Spider-Man for so long, or Superman for so long. You kind of, like, there's so much history behind it. Where do you jump in it's at? It's intimidating. Right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is intimidating. Yeah. I mean, it is intimidating. I don't read Superman. Uh, I picked up uh, an issue a little while ago just because a new creative team was taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, John Romano was taken over on it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to pick it up because I like his art and I'll grab it. I grabbed two issues and I was like, okay, I, I don't. I don't know half the people that are being mentioned in this. And, like, it's Superman, so Lois Lane and Clark Mm. Kent. But, like, I don't know. So I gave up on it. But Mm. I I understand the the issue with that. And so that's also kind of probably why we chose Lock and Key for you. And we thought, you know, who should come on to see this? Uh, One... You wanted to read it, right? Yeah, Travis. This it's, is one it's, of it's been on my um, my my pull list for a while. Uh, as far as titles I wanted to read, um, locking locking key. Um, I just ended its uh, run. It, it's finished. It's, was it was it uh, two years ago? A uh, year ago? I think it was a year ago. A year ago. I have okay. two thousand and fourteen. The beginning of two thousand fourteen. Okay. Um, so it, it it's a completed story. Uh, you know this. I I. I only read this. Yeah, so uh, I read. Yeah, so I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to taint the podcast with, with reading further, and I, I wanted to focus just on the Welcome to Lovecraft. But I think the 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 reason that I thought it might be great for Anthony is because it is written by a uh, established contemporary like author, Joe Hill, who is a novelist. As we mentioned, yeah. yeah, novelist. Um, 
Stephen King's son. Yeah, Joe Hillstrom King, I believe is his Joe name. Joe Hill, yeah. Uh, but he goes, pen name is Joe Hill. Yes, and pen name is Joe Hill. And it's, I've read a couple of novels uh, by Joe Hill, uh, Horns and uh, Nosferatu, spelled, like, spelled out like a license plate. And so I really liked those. And so when... Uh, I think this was, was this Horn, written before. Horns is his, so the yeah. movie that's coming out, the movie that came out, yeah, is it out? with uh, Potter, uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter, Daniel yeah, Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah, okay. Um, so I, I think this is, Joe Hill is an author who is getting momentum, he's getting momentum, people are going to start knowing his name more and more, um, to get to realize they kind of, he's written, he's been writing his whole life, obviously, yeah. uh, Stephen King's son, but he, he seems to kind of use comics... He seems to have a... By the way he writes this, you can tell he has a love for comics. And he's kind of using that as a way to break himself into the industry as well. And so I thought that would be interesting to kind of take a look at, at that um, perspective. So, um... Because Anthony hates superheroes. Yeah. Because he was like, he won't see a superhero movie, right? What's, no. the, what's the only superhero movie you've seen? Have you seen... No, I've, I've seen a couple superhero movies. So, uh, Iron Man, Green Lantern... Oh, that's a problem, dude. You saw yeah. Green Lantern. I know, <laughs> right I know. There. I was driving to Green Lantern. <laughs> Um, wow, there's just too many of them. There, you're right. There's, there's, there's too, a glut of superheroes. Uh, but I would say that like superheroes are like our Greek gods. Like there are legends. So when you Ooh. when you go, well, he's got a face. He's got a face. I mean, he's even a bad face. No. You don't think so? Oh, what, I don't what, think what, so what's no. the difference? What, what do you think? Where do you think? Where do you well, draw I mean, the you distinction? Think, like, you think like, like Greek, our Beowulf. Greek gods, like mythology. Like people put a lot of stock in that. I like, think this I, is our mythology, though. Don't you? Iron Man? Like American Iron mythology? Man? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't. No, I don't think it's... Do you think <laughs> that... There's like a shocked look you, on your face, Travis. Do you think... I, well, I, yes, I, do you think the Greeks believe... Do you think they... You know, we, we think of uh, the mythology as a religion to them or something mm. like that. Do you think they Do you think they took it that seriously? you think it was th- that big of a part of their lives? Or... Because if you looked at all the products we have with superheroes on them, and then you skip forward a couple thousand years and then all we, all that future generation has to go on is what they can observe from what we've produced they'd be like oh this guy with the mullet must be a god <laughs> like no I'll do that Superman he's a story like we put his picture up because we like to look at it I don't I, I, I think the Greeks I, I think we put too much stock in that the Greeks well look at this story how many like what did Hercules do Hercules is essentially just Superman right sure yeah I'll give you that yeah. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got that no no yeah okay all right, so we, we chose this one because they thought it would be good for, one, an English teacher because it's literary. Two, because I wanted to read it. Mm. I'd heard about it. I'd seen it in a bunch of stuff. I'd never read it before. Um, so it was one that we both... You know what? I'm going to tell you, I never even... I had wanted to read it because of what I read about it, but I had never even seen a shot of the art before. Mm. So just by name, I was like... And just reading a synopsis of it, I was like, you know what? I should check that out. But never uh, did I delve any, any farther than have that. Have you read any Stephen King? No. no. Oh. This is not my... Not, not your genre. Not my genre. No. Okay. And not so, a horror. Not so, a horror fan. No. So when I saw this uh, this cover on Amazon, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it's gonna be. I, I think that's why. I think that's why it took that's me so long to get through it. That's I, the, I was like, I really, I'm just not interested in this. But I got through it last night, and um, so yeah, we, after text, like, why? Are we, all right. So I want, I want Josh, uh, if you would be so kind, uh, and I'm going to time you on this. Okay. All right. Before I want to talk about the genre thing first, sure. but uh, Josh is going to give us a. Uh, we're gonna You're keep picking it me. I'm so bad with names. You sure you don't want to do this? I'm going to be like, the one kid who's right. the one guy. All right, I'll, I'll do it this can week. You, if, right. I, if I can do it, I'm really I'll get bad the next one. I'll get the next right. one. Time, stop me at two minutes. Okay, I'll stop you okay. at two minutes. Okay, um, welcome to Lovecraft. Lock and Key follows the Locke family. Okay, the Locke family consists of, we're going to call them Mr. and Mrs. Locke. Um, Bodie, their youngest son. 
um, uh, Tyler, their elder son, and Kinsey, their uh, daughter. And we pick up with the Locke family after a major tragedy. Uh, the father of the family was brutally murdered by this killer named Sam Lesser, who is a part of this whole story. And in order to escape their past and the gruesome events that happen, um, Mrs. Locke moves her whole family to Lovecraft, Maine, correct? Yeah, yeah. Lovecraft, Maine, a little... No, up. no, is it M-A? So he says M-A. Um, Massachusetts. 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 Uh, Massachusetts. Lovecraft, which is Massachusetts. Such, which is such a it's, Stephen King thing to do. Summary, right, summary. <laughs> right, so um, they go to this island uh, called uh, Lovecraft, and on this island, at the uncle's house, it's Uncle Duncan, it, it's this labyrinth of a house that has like a historical significance and they um in this house the young boy takes to it and he finds these keys especially i'm saying you got one more more okay um he finds these keys that unlock certain uh unlock this door that makes him become a ghost Okay, and a lot of this this uh, middle part of the story is filled up with him exploring the house and then the rest of the family trying to deal with their dad's death. Meanwhile, you have the murderer uh, coming back for the family, and he is aided by supernatural forces in this mansion house. So there's a lot of amb- ambiguity in this story, and... Um, a lot of mystery, a lot of gore, a lot of horror, and I'm gonna stop it right there. That uh, was under two minutes. I mean, you, that was, you had ten more okay. seconds. Yeah, it's like ten more seconds to say that there's like a ghost in a well. Yes. So I putting it. Let me just start putting it in in Massachusetts is such like a a Stephen King sort of like New England author mm-hmm. sort of thing and calling do. it Lovecraft yeah. after H.P. Lovecraft. Yes. You know? Like I'm gonna t- I'll tell you right now. Uh, if I need to escape something, the last place I'm gonna go. Is a mansion on an island <laughs> called Lovecraft. I, it's why it, it's like a like a drabby old mansion. Yeah, haven't we learned oh, from yes. horror movies yes. that you cannot escape your problems by running away from? They will haunt you. That's why yes. it's your problems will haunt you. They on will. This they one. will. All right. So um, I'm li- I'm actually kind of like Anthony. I I'm not a huge hor- uh, uh, horror genre. I wouldn't say fan, because I've liked a lot of stuff that I've viewed and read in horror, but I don't seek it out. I don't seek it out. Uh, if somebody recommends a book or a movie that's good and it happens to be horror, that's usually when I'll watch them. I'm like, oh, that was that was good, but you know, I wouldn't have picked it up on my own because I get scared too easy. I get <laughs> I get terrified, and I was I was at moments in this where I'm sitting at home in my three bedroom house by, by myself. Yourself. By yourself, I was like. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of freaked out right now. I'm gonna be honest with you. I read most of this while going to the bathroom, uh, <laughs> so like at multiple trips to the bathroom. So never once was I like, oh, I'm I'm, t- I'm like scared by it. And that's probably because there's like always someone yelling in my house. There's always some child like going ah. <laughs> so never once did I feel alone. That's my first this. question, you guys. Is this scary? Does this satisfy the genre? I would say there was only about one or two moments that I was like, oh shit. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but I, I read. What I, were those I, moments? What were those moments for you? Uh, for me, it was. Yeah, when, we're not spoiling it. Everyone is yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to their book. For me, it was when um, uh, spoilers. The, <laughs> the ghost in the well comes out to to see the to see Bode, mm-hmm. um, and then the other was uh, when uh, Sam Lesser is on his making his way across country mm-hmm. to, to to Lovecraft. I think those are the only two moments where I would 
I would like stop and look around, make sure everything's okay. But I like I finished this book at midnight last night. That's why I didn't text you guys till this morning, <laughs> telling you that I finished it. Um, and I slept fine. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> well, I, I I was expecting like something that I would read, and then I'd, I'd go to bed and go. I'm gonna go check to make sure the door is locked. I but, I would agree with you. I totally agree with you, Anthony. Uh, <clears throat> I um I don't watch a lot of horror movies because. Uh, my my wife is not a big fan, so rarely do I watch one unless I con her into like watching Twenty Eight Days Later, and then she's really freaked out. Like <laughs> we have to <clears throat> after we watch The Walking Dead, we have to watch The Office upstairs, like in order for her to go to sleep. Or that music is soothing after we watch after we watch The Walking Dead for her. So I would say that we don't normally horror isn't something I read. I've read Stephen King before. I like Stephen King. Um, I think Stephen King has a tendency to do like a really great setup of a book, but then the ending of every Stephen King book, I'm always like, really, really. So you've read Stephen King before? Yeah, I've read Stephen do you King notice before. a similarity in the writing um, styles? I, I would say that the one thing that I that I didn't, I was never scared when I read this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that there were some moments of tension for sure. Mm-hmm. So later on, uh, later in the book, when uh, Sam comes back and he's in the house and he's, he, he beats up uh, what's the daughter's name? The youngest one, the girl, uh, Kinsey. Kinsey. When he beats up Kinsey, I'm kind of like, that's oh a my rough gosh. scene. That's yeah, a like, rough what, scene. What is he gonna that... do? Yeah, you know. So that was a little tense. Um, but for the most part. I've never, I'm going to be honest, I've never really read a horror g- genre comic before. It's not mm-hmm. something I seek out. I don't normally read stuff like that. Um, you read like Swamp Thing, though. Yeah, I've read, but some, yeah. the old Swamp Thing is like Monster of the Week. It's more metaphysical. Yeah, too, like yeah. he fights like werewolves in one, ep- yeah. in one issue, and then mm-hmm. another issue he fights space aliens. Yeah. So I don't, I, maybe that was scary in, you know, mm-hmm. 1970s when it came out. But um, I think that Joe Hill does a good job with... Uh, kind of the tension building. There's definitely Absolutely. tension. Absolutely. But never at any point was I, like, scared. And I'm, and I'm going to be honest with you. There's only a couple times when there's a good use of Splash Page. When there's a good horror I See, nod. I was going to talk to you about that. Um, and we'll, we could talk about now a, spa, a Splash Page, Anthony, and listeners, if we're new listeners, is a page such as this, uh, where page. it's one panel that takes panel. the whole page. Okay. Yeah. And um, the, the artist here... Uh, um, uh, uh, Gabriel, Gabriel Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Gabriel Rodriguez uses them quite often. He, as compared to last week's uh, Preacher. Yeah. They're, they're, and they are used... Oftentimes, splash pages are used for big reveals. Yeah. And there are a lot... Most of the, the splash pages in here, looking back mm-hmm. at them, they're all gruesome and gory. Some of them are, yeah, some are. Some of them are not so gory. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my biggest problem is... My biggest problem when I see this is there was some stuff that was supposed to be scary or shocking, but it was at the bottom panel. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. would already see it before... Cause I, Maybe I have like adult onset ADD. I don't know, but like when I'm reading it, I'm reading something, and so I can see everything in my peripheral around the panel I'm reading. So if I saw it, there was one where I saw, and I'm like, well, that wasn't very creepy. Yeah, for me, uh, I I know exactly what you're talking about. When Bode goes back to talk to uh, the the ghost in the well, the ghost in the well, and he starts revealing, I'm never coming back. Um, I don't know who you are, type thing. And then it says air, air. Like, she doesn't say anything. Like, I know something is going on. Like, that's different yeah. from mm-hmm. her, you know, normal MO. And then there's a uh, there's a panel at the top that says, Bode. But at the bottom, I can already see her coming out of the well. Yeah, so it's not as scary. And, yeah, so, but I still jumped at this. Like, I read that, and then I still jumped at this panel. But if it was just the whole page, and that was all that was there, 
it would have been far more effective. Yeah, there's one. There's one on page fifty nine where uh, the ghost in the well. Uh, she great panel. Bode, Bode gives her a mirror and a pair of scissors. Oh, right, yeah, that was a great. And one. so I already see that her face as I'm reading the top panel here. Uh, I brought you the things you wanted: the mirror and the scissors, so you can mm-hmm. cut your hair. Mm-hmm. I already see that her face is revealed to be like some gruesome monster, mm-hmm. like a skeleton-looking thing. So I, there's stuff like that where I'm kind of like. I don't know, and, and maybe it's not meant to be scary, scary. Maybe mm. it's supposed to be tense. And mm. I would say that it is. It does create some tense mm-hmm. tense moments. Yeah. But definitely, and I can't say because I don't read a lot of horror comics, maybe comics aren't the best genre or aren't the best medium mm. for horror, mm. right? So horror is a very, when you read it, you can't, it's hard for you to read words ahead, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, when you watch a movie, you're not going to see a scene before right. it shows up. But when you're looking at a panel, you really need that spook to be on the reveal. And there are a couple really good splash pages that give you that reveal. So, mm-hmm. um, 64, right? Yeah. Uh, the build-up to uh, Sam's in prison. and page. Uh, he gets the He gets the uh, scissors, scissors through the... Uh, they go through the well into his sink in his jail cell. And he pulls them out. And you can kind of see it build. You see him looking to see the guards are coming. You see... And this is this is what I would say that, that uh, Joe Hill, when he's writing it, or Gabriel Rodriguez does really well, is the build-up panels. So you see at this panel, he's looking out. The next panel, you see the guards coming, but you don't see him in the... Mm in the cell and then the next one you just see like his shadows with the scissors so you know something's gonna happen but the big reveal is on the next page when he stabs the the guard in the eye and the throat with the with the scissors and I will say uh, if I could harken back to the last book we just read Preacher all of the scenes in this book where there is violence I go oh, I saw that panel in Preacher. Mm. So I can totally, like, having never read Preacher before and now reading other stuff uh, after it, I can totally see how influential that book is mm. on a ton of stuff that we've done. Uh, so, Anthony. Yes. Does this... Um, what do you, Does this seem like it was written by someone who writes novels? Is the pacing well? What do you, what do you think? As an English teacher, what do you think about this? Um, no. I, you know... <laughs> It doesn't. It, for me, it, it like each each scene went by way too quick. Okay. Like the build up, like I felt like I'm looking at the build up for this attack on the the security guard, the one that you were just talking about, mm-hmm. and the next page, boom, there it is. Yeah. I feel like if and, and this is, might just be graphic novels in general, um, where things just go by quickly, and, mm-hmm. and you know, someone without having experience or not being um, used to this uh, or exposed to this Ooh, very nice, often. Nice, I like that you use that word. Um, <laughs> I'm just not used to it. Maybe I'm just used to more of like, here's a whole chapter about this attack in the in the juvenile detention center. Well, I, I think part of it is is that uh, in the graphic novel form, you're you're taking so a novelist would write right. you know, they would describe the mirror in yeah. detail and what he sees, and then the next panel they would they would go and just talk about the two guys walking. Uh, so when you read a, a comic book, and that's I think that's um, I think it's probably, I don't know, it's been a long time since I've been a first-time comic book reader, but that's probably something that you just zip through the art really well, quick. This, yeah, absolutely, especially, I'm guessing, um, I'm, I'm make assumptions about um, Anthony, is, as an English major, you know, because I'm the same way, I, yeah. I read comics first and foremost for the story. Yeah. And then the art, like, I'll go back through, usually on a previous reread and, and go mm-hmm. and, and look at it. So I was really, I thought this was a really 
easy page setup for uh, uh, a newbie. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of... Oftentimes, um, Anthony, uh, this page, mm-hmm. it will be cluttered with sometimes up to 12 different panels, and you're not sure what order to read them, and they'll go across the okay. pages oh, wow. and back and forth. So I, yeah. I, I tend to find people who um, haven't read comics, like, do I read here and then there, and then sure. where, where do I go from? So this was a good... Let's talk about yeah. the art here for a second. No, I, I, oh. I'm just going to agree with you. Yeah, top to bottom, left to right, this flowed yeah. like a book. So yeah, I agree. It was easy. It was easy for me to read to to figure out which panel came first and which dialogue box or which you know um, internal dialogue box came first. It was easy for me to pick up. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't feel intimidated to hang this to someone who never read comics and be sure. like, yeah. oh, it's, it's, yeah, take it. What, what did you? All right, so um, uh, a, I'm going to talk to my artist here okay. first. Can we, can we <laughs> go ahead and move on to art? Yeah, let's do that. Let's things. Uh, Gabriel Rodriguez. From what I've seen, he hasn't done a lot of other stuff. No, you know, I was trying to see what else he had, it, he, he had done. He broke into this, um, and uh, it looks like that's really all I could find that he's done. He's got to be doing some other stuff now that now this has ended. Um, but so, um, what do you what did you think about the art? All right, um, I didn't like it. I didn't mm-hmm. like it. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not lying to you. I didn't like it at all. Uh, maybe not at all, but there was something about it there. It has like a real kind of anime quality to it in a couple things. Absolutely. So the yeah. eyes are really big. Mm-hmm. Huge. Like, Huge I, I, eyes. I, I keep you that movie Big Eyes coming out, yeah. and I was like, yeah. is this a tribute to that? Bodhi's eyes in every scene. I know, and I think that's how that's how you're supposed to draw kids, right? You give them bigger eyes and smaller mouths so they yeah. look big. But Bodhi's eyes in every scene are gigantically large. Um, I, it's not okay. Like, totally anime. Right? It's very anime. Page 82 is like a super anime page. And maybe people who read anime more would go, no, it's not. But but for me, um, I didn't I didn't love the art. Uh, out of the three books we've read so far, really dug all of the art and profit for the most part. Pretty sure I like because it has like that classic kind of, actually it's a 90s comic book, but it has like a real kind of like 70s art vibe to it. Like it looks like old school uh, artwork that's in there. I have a real problem with the... I don't really like the coloring in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The colors are really like uh, everything has a gradient to it, so you can you can kind of tell when it was made because like how photoshoppy the colors look sometimes. Like ooh, instead of just a shading, let's look and make it look more realistic and do like a like a, a you know what I mean? like a serious gradient to it. No, and maybe, I don't because I'm disagreeing okay. with everything you, you are. You right really now, like yeah. the you really mm-hmm. like the artwork. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. I do. You do? Okay. I do. Right. Why do you like... Well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Why do you oh, like so I, One, I, I, the eyes are big. And that was the hard. first thing I had to get used to. But then I saw, like, you, you can be really expressive in those eyes. One thing is, like, Sam Lesser's character, his... Oh, it's terrifying to me because his eyes are so dead. He has these big, dead eyes that when he comes up on the page and he's doing these horrific things with these dead eyes, like, it, that got me. I was like, this kid is a sociopath, you know? Like, this is... <laughs> he really communicated it. It also allowed me to get a sense of Bodhi's kind mm. of innocence and, and, and brightness. So I, I, once I started seeing the characterization of the characters, I was like, oh, the eyes are really helping this be expressive. But it does... It took me about it, like one the equivalent of one of these issues to get used to the eyes. Um... Some, you know, I, I do see, um, um, there's, I, I like the coloring. I, 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 it has almost like a New England fog about and the whole coloring of this it's, thing. It's not the, okay, so let me say that it's not the coloring in general that I don't like. 
I don't like the. I guess that's like the shading that's in the coloring, and I think that's just my own personal preference. I like old comic books. I like how there's no shading yeah. in old comic books. Like I really dig that kind of style. So the kind of like the gradient that shows up on a lot of these like colors in people's faces bugs me a little bit. But I'm gonna tell you what. Uh, Gabriel Rodriguez is a masterful artist of like um, everything else but people's faces. The like the the. What do you think about the anatomy <clears throat> of the of the human beings in this? The characters. The hands are big. The arms are scrawny. He, he definitely has like a the style. Dreads, the dreads are like <laughs> messed up. They're like <laughs> they look so. This one of the characters has dreads. Kinsey has dreads. Yeah. And, uh, at one point, and you're like, this looks bad. They look like know? weird pasta. She's yeah, a pastafarian. Yeah. And the tears weren't doing it for me either. So. I didn't like the tears. But you know what? Some but of the gore his, looked like pasta sauce. His buildings and his, like, uh, his, um, kind of the, the landscapey stuff is super detailed. Like, the wood grain in the, it, there's like a, like, the wood grain when they show it inside of the, uh, well house it's super. It looks really, really good. I really, really liked it. I thought it was kind of interesting. I thought he did well on there. Um, Anthony, as someone who doesn't read comic books, as someone who doesn't read comic books, uh, how, what, what did you think about the art? What do you think about it? Well, I mean, I, I, I want to say I don't have an opinion either way, but now that okay. you guys have talked about it, uh, uh, I think I'm about to agree with Travis. I, I, I did, I did like the artwork. Okay. Um, I agree with the point that you made that everything else, uh, the details, the environment. They all look really good. Um, there were some things that I had issues with. So you you talked about shading, and that kind of prompted me to uh, reminded me of uh, when uh, what's his name, Sam or Tyler? So, Tyler the Ty. When Tyler okay. is at the funeral, and you're kind of focusing on him yeah. as people come and greet him, and and this was one of the parts that confused just the hell out of me. Is he's sitting there? He's just sitting there, and people are coming up and talk, trying to talk to him, cheer him yeah. up, and just. Uh, failed attempts, and then uh, one panel. Uh, there's a there's a boy walking, in and then a, a, there's a, a a man and a woman talking in the other room. And it took me a couple pages okay. to, to realize that he was actually. It was kind of like what, like if you were watching a movie, it'd be a flashback where yeah, you would see like him having the flashback, and the characters are kind of like silhouette or like uh, you know semi see through yeah. ghostly. But for me, they're they don't look anything like that. So. I see these characters, and then you know, this is me reading it for the first time. I see these characters come up, and I think they're just they're just regular characters, like they're they're there in that room, right? They're happening right now. And then, it, and then a couple pages, I realize, oh, they were actually ghosts, and I have to flip back and relook at it. And so that was kind of the problem I had with with this particular scene is they didn't look like ghostly or like look they didn't look like memories. They looked like they were right there in the middle of the room. Yeah, and I think I think uh, this comes from this probably comes from reading a lot of comic books. Is you look for a lot of cues. So for me, you can see the switch. Uh, there's like a red urn in yeah. every panel, except when the kid shows up, and then the red panel disappears. The red urn disappears, and then you yeah. can see it's his parents. And so I would say that one thing that uh, that they did really well is they did a lot of reference back to stuff. So you can see he's wearing his A's hat, and mm-hmm. so you know it's him because earlier on when you see the scene, uh, he's like, oh yeah, he, it's his A's hat from uh, later on. So when his dad gets murdered, he has the A's hat on. So when you see the younger boy with the A's hat, you're supposed to do that. Uh, yeah. the, one of the things I thought was really cool about the art, or maybe about the story, I, probably it comes from, uh, I assume it comes from the scripting stuff, is that there's uh, the scene when uh, they're worried about getting... 
The murderers are there, and then Ty falls in the new paint because they're painting the house. Mm-hmm. And then later on, oh, when yeah. she sees I her had coach, to, I had to flip back. To yeah, make sure. Later on, when she when she's talking to her coach, and the new paint smell makes yes. her sick. I had to go back to see uh-huh. if it was. I was like, really did oh, that's that's a good yeah, like back. look back. That at was three it. issues that yeah. were separated by month. Yeah, at least like three months in between that. So that's that's really. Yeah, that, I, I thought that was a solid reference back to. Yeah, I thought that was really good, and you don't. I don't know. I guess it's something I don't. It's a really movie thing mm. to do because in a movie that would be a matter of like thirty minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but when you're reading the story in in, I guess a monthly form, like you said, that's like yeah. three months apart for you to go. Why is why does the and the, it, it was never it was like yeah don't step in those paint buckets now yeah. like in that scene happened it wasn't like yeah he you know I guess he kind of. You know, it wasn't even like he killed him with a brick. If he had killed him with a paint bucket and that yeah. had referenced, that would have made you know yeah. that would have been more. And I would say that probably really shows that Joe Hill is a novelist because yeah. that's a really like that's something that would have that scene where he trips in the paint. I'm sure that would have been spelled out in novel form mm-hmm. as like a big thing. Well, right? it's not even just tripping in the paint. paint yeah, that's what the father was yeah, doing. The, the father yeah, was the painting. father was painting. He's covered in paint. Uh, but I mean, like that thing. You think that that would have been. The smell probably have been talked about a lot yeah. in the in the novel. If this was a novel, and then so later on when that smell hits her again, you'd go, bang. Yeah, but it took some it. like real visual stuff, and so I will say that um, Joe Hill probably when he wrote his script and Gabriel Rodriguez when he's doing this stuff, there are some really solid visual stuff that you have to go back if you didn't catch it that you have to go back to. There's a scene later on where there's like a photo of them. Uh, like his dad, so uh, uh, Ty's dad, the father who's who's killed, and so you see them uh, when they're in high school in the Tempest, no. and so mm-hmm. as someone who doesn't know uh, drama very well, I don't know if that has any semblance to meaning that it's well, the Tempest. Trapped on an island in the Tempest. Okay, so there you go. All right. So <laughs> since I've never read the Tempest, I don't no. know that, uh, but you can kind of see that um, that's harkened back to, and then later out, that's you find out. The person in the well is the boy in the picture. At least that's what I'm assuming is the boy in the picture from high school is the girl in the well because later on she comes out. Yeah, okay, okay, I got you. The echo. We're gonna call her echo. The echo. For the, yeah. For the, so the echo right there. So later you. on, echo yeah. becomes a boy, or it looks like a boy. Even, I didn't even catch that. And then so in the picture of the tempest, that's yeah. them right there. And so the girl oh, that he's yeah, holding okay. onto is the coach. That's the coach. Oh, gotcha. So at the very end. When she shows up, she shows up. Form, yeah. She shows up at the coach's house and yeah, says, "Hey!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so that's why the coach is all wigged out when she shows up. Okay, we're about a little over halfway through before we turn to pumpkin here. Okay, so I want to start. I want to. I have a couple questions I want, that I want to. I want to bring up and just kind of ask you about the story aspect of this. All right, let's. Talk. Um, one. Um, th- this, and I think this series, uh, which I think runs like thirty something issues as yeah. a complete. Uh, is really built around this mansion of Lovecraft. Yeah. Okay. Um, what did you think about this world of this Lovecraft mansion? Do we see enough of it? Do we see just enough? Is it working for you? Because a lot of it's called Lock and Key, the family name yeah. being Lock, yeah. but also playing off that. The, these sure. keys, uh, they're always yeah. mentioning these keys and different types of keys yeah. and the keys of different powers. What do you think about that part of the story, this whole key part and like the Lovecraft mansion itself? 
Well, you, we see the one door, right? Where or There's two doors that we see, but there's only one that's, like, deeply explored in this book where the bode finds the door and he walks through and he becomes a ghost. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of, like, the whole middle part. The ghosty the, door. The, the yeah. ghost door, right? And then uh, Echo starts talking about... Was it Echo? Yeah, Echo, the girl. Echo right, starts yeah. talking about how there's other doors and how they do different things, like changing from a boy to a girl. So you kind of get the idea that, oh, there's, there's Does a whole that, bunch that rem- of... Does remind you of anything you've seen in, like, fiction before? Like, I, what did this? I, I I feel like it's calling back to things. I feel like a haunted house is clearly like it's a trope in horror genre, right? So mm-hmm. like this giant mansion of a house. So House on a Haunted Hill is like an old black and white movie. Mm-hmm. My mom made me watch it when I was it's a, a kid. It's a, it's a very clean movie. Yeah, and like the walls weep or they mm-hmm. bleed or something. It's a black and white, mm-hmm. so who knows if it's blood or whatever. Uh, so later on, uh, they redid it. Uh, probably it was probably ten. I didn't see the twelve remake. years. I didn't see it either, but I know that they had remade it. So it reminds me of stuff like that. It's a very like uh, isn't there? Uh, what's the? Isn't there a? Um, what's his name? Uh, Edgar Allan, there's an Edgar Allan Poe uh, story where the house sinks, right? Oh, yeah, the ho- Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah, Fall of yeah. the House of Usher. So yeah. there, that's like a long-running sort of thing yeah. where, you know, there's a very scary house. I would say that I don't think you get enough of the house in here. Yeah, I, and I couldn't figure out, is this like a historical landmark? Because there's like, sec- is there security monitoring this house? It seems like it's at, like at points like it's it's a very historical house, and yeah. it looked like they had like security cameras yeah, it, in at parts. And you're right. And is this you know is this is this supposed to be Love H P Lovecraft's like <laughs> mansion? Like is this a, I I I I like it, part of it. There was kind of a Narnia vibe as far as oh, like yeah. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah, 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 taking you into different worlds, which I like, and I like how I actually thought. The ghost door, I thought was kind of like a weird. I'm like, it turns you into a ghost. It's a little like, hokey. It's hokey. hokey, but it plays it plays a really good role in the story. It does, mm-hmm. especially towards the end, we'll yeah. talk about. Yeah. But I, I also liked the um, um, the idea that I knew that that door is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, that this if I follow with this series, these doors are going to break different rules. If the first door turns you into a ghost. What the hell do the other doors do? So, like, I think that's really cool. I thought there was a good play on it. I, um, like, it, 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 it speaks to the child in me because I, I actually really identify with Bodhi. Because if you, if, if you put me in a new place, the first thing I'm, a child is doing is I'm, I'm exploring everything. Yeah, I'm crawling up in the crannies and like the idea of like finding keys and finding things that people haven't been in in a long time and find that really speaks to me that character really speaks to me and that that his adventure in the house yeah really kind of brought up some nostalgia in me as far as like wow i would like how amazing would it be to be set loose in this giant playground of a mansion yeah i would say i, I would really... not hang out in that creepy well house no what the no, freak no, is wrong with that kid it, dude it, it, there's it. someone in the well talking to you but the problem is is like he tells everybody about like being a ghost and everybody's like Bodie's just being weird yeah, right? that's and great so, I love it how I they like, dismiss him right and they're like there's nothing wrong with that so I'm kind of curious like now that they know <laughs> that's, another, now that, that's a Narnia callback too right, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's another Narnia thing once Ty knows that the Ty knows that the door turns you into a ghost now because it happened to him yep. so I'm curious following this book I would really I'll probably finish this series even though I don't love the art because mm. I want to know what the other keys do and I'll tell you that, that did this for me uh, we talked about Preacher. Preacher didn't grab me enough to read the next one. Uh, mm-hmm. But this one, I'm interested to see what's going I want to know what's going on. 
like I said, although I don't love the art, I am really interested to see what else this house has to offer. Because we really don't get a lot of it. We don't really get a lot of it. No. We get a lot of... This is like a really taste-ish... Like, at, like well, there's this ghost, and mm-hmm. you don't really know anything about it. And it's, it's you, know, you don't even know how big this house is. You get a little yeah. wine cellar and all that stuff. Yeah. So, Anthony, my next question is for you. Um, uh, character uh, Sam Lesser. Uh, one of my okay. favorite characters in this story. Just a really uh-huh. interesting um, character, I thought. But let me ask you this. Um, do you feel for Sam at all? Can as a as a reader, do you feel for Sam at all? Um, I I think I think Joe take helped. me from like when you first saw the character sure. to when we find out about him. Yeah, sure. At the beginning, no, not at all. Right, um, he's going into this guy's house. He's trying to help him. He's attacking the family. Don't feel for him. But then Joe Hill tries to to develop that sort of empathy toward you know he's had a rough childhood. Mom never really cared about him. Dad beat him. All these things, and this is the development of, uh, of Sam Lesser. That's why he is the way he is. Um, so I think they try to make that connection, but I, I never really felt it. Uh, I think it was an effort toward it, but mm-hmm. I didn't feel for Sam Lesser at all. Yeah. And um, I wonder I wonder if that's like a... <clears throat> I was, I was going to say, like, the thing that the person I felt for the most is... Uh, I think Ty is a character that I kind of like felt the most for in this because when you realize that Sam kills his dad because he says, oh, well, yeah. when you yeah. kill your dad, why don't you do mine too? Like just cause he's mad. Yeah. And he tells him again, and again, he goes, I killed him because you told me. Yes. To and oh, so that's, and such I a- wasn't planning to kill. He goes, I wasn't planning to kill him. But then I, but then I remember you told like you want, you asked me to. I think yeah. Because you asked me to. I think that to. destroyed the empathy I had for Sam Lester. He, he tells, uh, he tells Ty, um, that, where is it here? He tells him that I told you, Dad, that you wanted me to kill him, and that's why I was killing him, and you should have seen the look on his face. I think that, for me... You're like, he has a real... Like, uh, all right, dickhead. <laughs> Sam Lester has a real Javier Bardem, No Country for Old oh, Men yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, where he's just... Yeah. He's on this one journey. Uh, you know, like, like this, I'm one tracked, and I got I, I do this thing, and when he gets there... Um, and we'll we'll talk about him at the because he turns to a ghost at the end, like you yeah, know, when, he, yeah, when yeah. he he's gonna be in he he's not going he's away, not yeah. Which is I I like because this character is is really interesting because what the part that I thought was really creepy was when he was in the principal's office, um, but uh, when he was in Ty's dad's yeah. office, who was a principal. Is he a principal? I thought he was the like the guidance counselor. Uh, was he a principal? He was principal. Was he principal? I, I took it as principal. Okay, maybe. Maybe I'm dumb, but yeah, you're probably right. And um, he sees the girl in the picture, like the, the yeah. And he's yeah. Like, Help me! Ooh, man, I got chills. I was gonna say that, that yeah. was a yeah. really that was that's a what, that's what I think does. I think that's what happens really well in this book. Is there's a lot of like creepy panel transition. See. There's no, I didn't get really scares, but there's a lot of good like creep yeah. going on. The gore didn't do it for me when no. you guys talked about you guys were talking about this earlier. No. The gore didn't do it for me. I thought it was kind of a uh, but. There were moments where I was just, that I just had chills up my spine. There's the some scissors stuff. thing yeah. when he, when you see him come from the yeah. shadows of the two scissors. The as you pointed out, the looking in the mirror, all very good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, next question. Um. Um. Ooh. What do you um? What do you think the uh, the connection with the uh, the uncle is? to this story. Where do you think he's going to play? Like the father and the uncle had a really close relationship. There's a gym teacher in there involved. Mm-hmm. There seems to be this old guard 
of uh, Lovecraft. I think his I think his uncle knows what the keys do, yeah. or at least has a vague idea of what yeah. they do. Apparently, the dad knows because he put the keys in. Uh, what's her name? Kinsey's bracelet, right? Yeah. And so clearly, there's something there that they know what's going on, and maybe maybe uh, Duncan doesn't know all of it. That's his name, right? Duncan mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't know all of it, but you've got to think he knows something about how weird the house is. He's not taking a lot of precautions no. with the kids. I would say that clearly he doesn't know about the echo in the well because, yeah, have fun in there. Like, he locked it, to be fair. Yeah, he did lock it. You're right. He's Uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to lock this door. And that kid's like putting dirty buckets on his head and stuff like that. (laughs) I was like, this kid is just dirty. He, well, yeah, yeah. I would say I would say he's got to know something, and I'm assuming that that's got to be developed in the next couple books where, where he falls in. Because after this happens, um, I want to know, what does Tyler say about becoming a ghost? Does he only talk to Bodie about mm-hmm. it? Does he talk to everybody else about it? Because they do a nice little, it says two weeks later. So at the very end, they do a little jump ahead. And so clearly, I don't think anybody's talked about anything. I think it ends on a really good note where Bodie finds another key, and you're like... Oh, what does that key do? You know, like you want to know right away. What does that new key do? So I would, I would say, I really like the tension. I think the book does a really good job of building tension. I think the book does a really good job of like world building, kind of mm-hmm. setting you, up the rest. of Yes, yeah, setting up the rest. It of definitely them. makes you curious. It definitely does. I would say it definitely piqued my interest to know what goes on after this book. Anthony, um, yeah. does at the end of the novel there is at the end of the graphic novel? Um, <laughs> Is that what you guys call it? No, I, I don't. I, I call it came out. Books. It came out as comic books first. Yeah. So there are some that only come out as graphic novels. I would call that graphic. Novels. I would call it a graphic novel. This is definitely this is comic book. This first. is comic. Okay, so if I say comic, okay, that's fine. yeah. No, uh, I, I don't think I, there's no pretension. I hate right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so at the end, the the this female character that was deep in the well named Echo uh-huh. comes out, switches bodies as a male. Does Bodie know that that's Echo? I thought so. Was when I was reading, I was like, "Oh, I think he knows." He looks. He has that look in his mm-hmm. eye, like he doesn't trust him. He says hello. There's no like, it's a hello with a period. And that's, yeah. that's literary, right? You see a period. That's a sharp stop. You know he's not feeling it. So, yeah, I think Bo. I think Bo knows. Bo knows. The Bo knows. I think Bo knows. Right? Um, I, see, I thought so too. It would make. I'm like, oh, he knows, but at the same time, like, why wouldn't you make a bigger or, production I think, I think out of this? He, I think he kind of knows. Because he like you can see the he does this little thing with his mouth, and I will say, however much you're right, I He's don't suspect. love the eyes, but uh, Gabriel Rodriguez does a really good job of emotion in faces. The faces do really well. I think for the tension, you get, have to have it. Does I, a really you, it, good show yeah. of it, and so you can see the face he makes when he says hello, and you're like, oh, he's got to know something's up, right? You couldn't pull off this kind of tension with profit artwork from those for that first artist and profit. No, because everybody's face. I I would you. Gabriel Rodriguez has a really uh, significant style. Everybody kind of looks the same. It's Every, not like that. But yeah. at the same time, you go, well, everybody is related, essentially, in part of this book, right? So they're all siblings. So, yeah, they could kind of look alike. I like the uh, when um, he looks... But to be fair to Bodie, and I think so too, he looks exactly the same as the chick in the well, just like with a short hair. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, a soul patch. Yeah. Well, there's, there's that, like... Uh, Echo says to Bodhi, "You must be. Uh, you must be Bodhi. Ty told me so much about you. I feel like we're already old buddies, right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. 
And so he's kind of giving him, like he's yeah, giving him he's a little, giving that, like little wing. I feel like we already know each other, kid, <laughs> right? Uh, but I would say, yeah, I think I think Bodhi knows who he is, or at least has an inkling that he knows who he is. Uh, so I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens after this. It's that time. It's that time. Favorite panel time. Ooh, All right. Favorite panel. favorite panel time. Let's let Anthony go first. Exactly. Anthony oh. is the guest. But so. I think he might have picked one of the my his panel, favorite panel might be my favorite panel. Just the way he was talking. What's your favorite panel, Anthony? Well, I thought I thought I knew, and then as I'm flipping back through this and spending more time, and as we're talking about it, uh, I changed. <gasps> oh, so, oh, calls an audible last <laughs> minute here. Yep. Oh, that, so listen, I don't know what that means. I just is that a sports thing? I wasn't I wasn't gonna go any further. Uh, I originally was going to do um, show you, I'm not even going to talk about it maybe you guys chose it you get one panel yeah, Anthony I know uh, I'm going to go with the splash page on page 26 page 26 ooh yeah. also continue from page 25 the the fight scene yes the, oh there's two uh, the fight scene where uh, it, uh, Ty turns it around and, and knocks uh, what's his name Sam Sam, Sam. knocks Sam out um I thought for me that I, I like the darkness of it. You get the kind of feel of like, oh, this is in you know in the basement. It's dark. He doesn't know what's going on. The gun's going off. Not going on hands. I mean, very movie feel like. Yeah. If you watch like a movie and there's a fight scene, um, I really like this panel. Um, I was gonna go with a different one. I love that you like this panel. Can I tell you why? Why? Because this is this is like, these two pages, which really is two panels here, uh-huh. are the most comic booky things. Yeah. yeah, it's like something you can only do in comics. Like yeah. it's it's very like that's this is a you, you could rip this out because it it stands alone in this book as as a real. This was done so purposefully. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, there's no. The, I think the best part about it is there are no panel lines. Yeah. So it's, it's like great. it's really free Darkness. flow. It makes you feel like you're in that basement. Yeah. You know? it, it just captures it. Well done. That's, that's, that's a good, a good one. That's a good I, I was I was close to picking that one too. What's your What's your pick, Travis? What's your okay, pick? Okay, I am going. Let me get, let me get my um, uh, page here. It was page one ten. Yeah, actually, uh, Anthony already mentioned it. Um, the um, the bottom panel on page one ten, no, where one. Echo's crawling out of the um, the well, uh, and Bodhi's in the foreground, and he is hanging out. And this panel represents what I and I'm gonna say right now. I really love this this freaking comic book. I thought it was great. I loved I loved every moment. I had to stop myself from ordering the whole next the rest of the series. I didn't want to read any more until we talked about it. But this represents. What this? What got me at this book? These panels where I'm just like, oh, oh, this like that's the only way I can describe the moments is these these tensions and it it's playing off of stuff we've seen before. Yeah, yeah. we've seen this this panel you've seen before in different yeah. things. The person coming in the background, Probably but yeah, but you've for got me, the, you've this got is so cinematic. It's so cinematic, yeah. and yeah. he's sitting there, and you're it's like draw. It's like I equivalent. I I equivalent. Ah, I I'm trying. to... Equate it to? Equate it to, thank you. Um, it's the equivalent this of? old uh, Rasputin here. Um, the equivalent of, in a shark movie, when there's a person on the boat dangling their toes yeah. in the water. Yeah. And that's what Joe Hill does so well. I'm gonna he you, just dangles those toes in the I water, What I really man. like about that scene, what I really like about that scene, is the next page has nothing to do with it. <laughs> that know. is the best. Like, he builds you up, and then the next page you're like, 
What? I, oh my gosh, what, how much story do I have to read through before I find out what happens to Which the Which kind like, of fights a little bit of that complaint where you're saying, like, sometimes you turn a page and you know, like, what's going to happen. My, there are moments when they... I have a little complaint here where I'm looking at this, and while I'm looking at the top panel, I see that she's creeped out at the bottom. A bottom. Yeah. I, I think this would work better if it were... a splash page. And not necessarily a splash page, but if it were the panel... Uh, the problem is that this is a left-hand page. It's a reveal panel. If it were a right-hand page at the, at the, like, if I were, if, so the top panel were at the bottom of a right-hand page, so I had to turn it and see that she would just come out, I think it might have been a little scarier. But it's tension, huge tension. I just don't get a lot of scare. At this point, too, we don't we don't really know her mo. Yeah, we don't. We don't. It's oh man, but you know from the from when she talks that you're like, oh, this girl is not good. Well, I'm glad I didn't say anything because that, that was my first choice. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's, that's what I thought. I was choice. like, when you when you yeah. that, you were like, you focused on this panel. I'm like, ooh, we chose yeah, this. This was my first choice, but yeah, I'm gonna. A different one. My choice is the one where I think it does it. Okay, so it gets a good build, but then I think he does it so well. This is something that that's why I think he does really well. I'm gonna. I can't pick a single. I'm gonna pick three panels that I think. Okay. Do I it. Thought it was just one. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was just one. I'm cheating. I'm cheating. I'm gonna pick that. This little progression here is beautiful because you've what got page, the, what page? Uh, page 105, yeah, 105. 105. So the splash page is on the left on 104. You see that Sam has killed everybody on the bus, right? Yeah. And so the next page is the fisherman on the dock. He's trying to light his cigarette. Or, uh, and he's really mad. He can't get it lit. And then, so first panel is the bus is there. Second panel, there's a glow inside the bus as he's trying. He says, come on and make some fire, you bitch. Come on. And so in the background, Sam is lighting the bus on fire. Yeah. And I just think that's great. And then the next page where his he drops his cigarette and the bus is on fire behind him, that is what Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez do really good in this book is there are some series of panels where it just gets like you can see it happening and I think they do a really good job of that. It's a super movie-like scene, oh, yeah. right? This is straight out. This is a really movie-like scene for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the backgrounds, there's lots of tiny little there details are. in the There's a lot of stuff in the background of a lot of these shots, and I really... That's the one I like the most. And maybe because there's no giant eyeballs in it, you can't see anybody's huge eyes uh, because he's got glasses on. Uh, but I really, I really like, I really like that part. I right love there. this sequence too. Yeah. If, if it was one panel, I, I would have picked it. This yeah. is one part of the book where I, I, I just giggled to myself. Yeah, right. It's, it's one of those, like, like you said, a movie where, like, if this was in a movie, it'd be one of those scenes that was just meant to ease tension. It's yeah. Cohen so brother. It's a Cohen's brother. Yeah, it's super yeah. Cohen brother. You got this page where he's just murdered everyone in the in the bus, which included a baby. <laughs> it does, and he which, brings the lighter back at the end. Like when after he shoots him, he's like, click. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moment of truth. All right, final thoughts around the table on um, Lovecraft. Welcome to Lovecraft. Lock and key. Um, I want to hear your overall final opinion on it, and will you keep reading? Um, and we'll end with Anthony, okay. because uh, he's he, the one we're supposed to He has to. been the one who's okay, been exposed. Go ahead. All right, so I'll start. Um, I, I'm going to tell you, didn't love the art. I like the backgrounds, but I didn't like people. I don't like the people. Um, like I said, they do a really, really good job of building tension. Mm. Not scared. Not scary. The gore wasn't exceptionally like. It's almost too cartoony. There's like a there's like a balance between I think cartoon gore and like over the top. Gore. I think it's unnecessary. Yeah. I think, I think some of it's yeah. a little too. I think it's almost a little too cartoony at times. But I really, um, I dug the tension in it. And I'm gonna tell you, 
uh, today I went back and flipped through it again because I had read it. As soon, I read it really fast. Mm-hmm. I read this as a really quick read for me, uh, far quicker than Profit. Mm-hmm. So really quick read for me. I went through it. Uh, and so I flipped through it again today because I knew we were doing the podcast today. And I enjoyed it more now that I've flipped through it again, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, kind of flipping through it. Um, I want to know what all those keys do. I want to know what the mansion has to hide. I would love to read the next one, uh, regardless of what I think about the mm-hmm. art. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I loved it. I loved it, man. I feel like all three uh, ep- episodes we've done, I've loved the comic book. This, I, I might love the most out of... I, I'm. This is why I'm glad we do this podcast. Because <laughs> it, it's going to force me to read those things I've been thinking about reading. And this is one of those things that's been on my reading list for a long time. Uh, I liked what the author had brought to it. I think this this hit this checks a lot of boxes for me. It's got that Narnia like feel where it's this weird weird world where you can explore. And I feel like if I keep reading this book, which I will, I'm gonna get to explore this world and find it out with the characters. I thought I would. There were moments where I, the tension was built, but there were moments where I was terrified in this. Mm-hmm. Where I where I was like. I was in my bed and I had to go take a piss and I was like, oh crap, man. Don't look at the mirror. Like, yeah, exactly. Because I have like two mirrors in my mouth. That's exactly it. Um, I thought, I th- it's just it's just well written. I, I, I enjoy the art. I think that if you like, I think if you are part of this Harry Potter, uh, Narnia, um, but a little uh, darker. Revival, it's definitely oh, darker, it's definitely than, darker than that. Uh, <clears throat> but at the same time, if you love Stephen King, you'll love this. I think Joe Hill writes very much like his father. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's two of the same two peas in the same pod, if you will. So if you like the, um, Stephen King, then you're gonna like this book. I think if this were a book, it would be a giant, huge book because exactly. the amount of detail that's in the art and some of this stuff. It would be a huge book, um, but really, like, all right, Anthony, you're our, you're, you're the guest. What do you think about it? What do you think about it? Uh, okay, uh, I'll tell you how I felt before today, uh, and then I'll tell you what I think now. Um, before we started talking, and I, I think this is the total purpose of your podcast is to get people thinking about comics differently. But before uh, we started today, um, I wasn't impressed um, with the story. I wasn't. Uh, a lot of these characters, I didn't. I, they didn't seem super original to me. You got the older brother who feels bad for what happened. He puts a lot of blame on himself. Com- it's point. a common thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a rebellious middle child who mm-hmm. has dress yeah. and changes yeah. who she is. An outspoken, you know, extrovert of a, of a younger kid who doesn't really kind of grasp all that has happened. Mm-hmm. So he's still kind of himself. Um, it just doesn't seem the characters for me don't they don't feel original. I feel like I'm reading something that I would have read or I've seen before. Um, and that's how I felt coming uh, after I finished it and coming in today. Um, it wasn't something that, you know, when I got to the end of the book, uh, he pulls the last key or he pulls the next key out of the, the water. Honestly, I wasn't that interested. <laughs> he pulled the key out and I said, okay, there's just another key. Um, but after talking to you guys, after, you know, hearing how people who are, you know, who frequent comic books and the things that you guys look for. And I think that's a lot of it. I think it's a different type of read from how uh, I would read a book to how I, how I should read this is very different. So after talking to you guys and hearing uh, how, you know, the things that you talk about, the, you know, the details, the facial expressions, uh, the buildup, um, which, you know, I noticed all along, but after hearing you guys talk about it, um, I liked it. Um, 
Not sure if I'll read the next. If you said there, how many are there? I think it's is it three. There is it are three. Traits? three um, no, so there are um, the way they brought it up. They say it's like three acts, okay. and each act has uh, is broken up into two with six issues. So that's like thirty. I wrote down here, so it equal thirty seven issues. So we wrote about this is about five. This is oh, six, this is six, six, this six, 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 six. Oh, okay. So this is yeah. essentially six comic books right here. Yeah. Okay, so is it like the chapters an issue? Yeah, each yeah. chapter is an issue. See? Okay. Um, See? I'm not... I'm not you know, <laughs> simple things that I don't even know. But uh, I'm not sure if I'll read it. Maybe if Josh gets them and tosses them my way, I will. Um, you gotta have something to do in the summertime, my friend. I know I do. do but... you, okay, so here's my question. Do you have a more of appreciation for what can happen in a comic book? Uh, certainly I do, yes. I, I, I think... After talking to you guys, like I said, I think talking to you guys about it and kind of giving getting your perspectives on how you look at comics and how uh, other people look at comics, um, I can definitely see um, the skill that goes into it. Not that I didn't think that this, like, I thought anybody could do this, yeah. but um, the skill that it takes to read it, um, which I, I didn't have while I read this. I was mm-hmm. just reading the dialogue, kind of getting the story, but uh, going back, flipping through the pages, talking about it, uh, I think it was great. I really liked it. The artwork, uh, I slide with Travis. Um, storytelling, again, like I said, the characters didn't seem too original to you me. You made a good point about that. We're dealing with a lot of cliche characters. Yeah. But I, I think that it, you could either be nostalgic towards it or you could be like, oh, this is trite. You yeah. Know? And I think so, I, I think I felt yeah, that. Yeah. Just, oh. You nailed it with like the kids and they, they fall yeah. into that. And I think Tyler, I was reading something you said like you were interested in him's character. I'm like, is this kid 17 or is he 37? There's, there's, a, pro- there's a problem there <laughs> where... Jesus Christ, this um, kid's like laying brick down and like... <laughs> right, you're, you're curious about how old he is in this. But okay, so... Um, All right. Travis, would you recommend it? Yeah, absolutely. Anthony, would you recommend it to someone? Yes, I would. Because like we talked about earlier, it's easy to read. Um, I like the artwork. It's something simple. It's an easy storyline to follow. I would recommend it for first-time readers. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it as well. Uh, so Let I just think- know what you think about it uh, on our website. You can leave any comments there. Uh, if you leave a comment, we'll read it on um, the uh, next podcast, and we'll we'll put your opinion out there before we get into our next issue, uh, which will be... Our next uh, comic we're reading is going to be God Hates Astronauts, mm-hmm. uh, which is, by all accounts, insane. So we're going to read that on the... That's our next one we're reading right now uh, by Ryan Brown. Uh, so we've got that going on. So pick it up, read it with us, listen to the podcast, send us some messages. We'll talk about it. Find us on the internet on uh, www.comicexposure.com, mm-hmm. uh, at Comic Exposure on Twitter, Uh And we'll see you next trade. See you next trade. Five stars on iTunes. Rate it. Rate it.